We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Off the Carousel. Uh, today we're joined by new Utah State head coach Danny Sprinkle. Coach Sprinkle coming off a pair of NCAA tournament appearances at his alma mater, Montana State. So, Coach, uh, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, hope the transition has been going smooth so far. Pre- appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a crazy two months, uh, maybe a couple of days over two months, but uh, it's been fun. A lot of the guys are getting back onto campus this weekend, and so actually meeting a lot of them for the first time. So I guess first off, how hard was it for you to leave a place that meant so much to you in Montana State, right? Obviously, you were a great player there, get your first head coaching opportunity there, bring 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 the program to NCAA tournaments. Like, how difficult was it to walk away from a place that you had obviously put so much sweat equity into over the years? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Uh, I mean, it was gut wrenching. Uh, you know, it still is, you know, I mean, that's, that's my home, you know, like those are, those are my people, you know, and I'll, I'll always be forever grateful and thankful for the opportunities they gave me, not only as a high school player coming in, uh, but also, you know, bringing me back and, uh, you know, that'll never change though. I mean, I'll always be a Bobcat and, uh, I'll always be bleed blue and gold, uh, you know, from that standpoint and, and always root for them. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's something where, you know, it's a, it was a different challenge and uh, you know, we did some great things there and they'll continue to do great things. Coach Logie, he'll, they'll, they'll, they'll continue that and they'll be tremendous. Um, but, you know, opportunities in the mountain West and, and, you know, staying somewhat close to Montana um, you know, you just, you can't pass up opportunities like that. So I looked and I believe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but your first coach, your first game as a head coach at Montana State was against Utah State. Yeah. Odd coincidence. Yeah. What, what do you yeah. remember from that night? I remember it was a really close game. You know, I mean, it was, a, you know, I think a one or two point game, you know, with two minutes to go. And uh, and we had a kid shoot a three pointer and he was he was they, he was out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds and I believe he made it on uh, the very next possession down. I think Brock Miller hit a big three uh, that and then obviously the spectrum went crazy and and uh, we lost it in the end, but we didn't, we had a good free throw shooting team uh, that year. And, and we, we shot terrible from the free throw line. A lot of the kids, it was their first division one basketball game, um, you know, and obviously playing in the spectrum and, 
with the fans and all that, it was, it was tough on them, but, you know, we competed and played very well, but I just remember the atmosphere and, you know, you just, you knew how important it was, you know, how important basketball was to a place like this. You mentioned the spectrum, like how much of a selling point is that? Obviously the Mountain West has a ton of just incredible yeah. venues, but you know, the spectrum in particular, so much history, such incredible, you know, fan support, student support, how, yeah. how, how much of a benefit is that for you as a coach and how can that help you, uh, build this program into to where you want it to go, where where you it's want it huge. to go. Yeah, it's huge because when you send, when you start sending some, you know, some videos or or, or recruits see like what the atmosphere is like when there's four thousand students at every single game, you know, and last year they averaged nine thousand two hundred fans a game, and it's ranked one of the top five college basketball venues in the country, you know, not just in the Mountain West, like what you said is got some tremendous venues. It was ranked one of the top five in the country. And so, you know, we, we definitely sell that, uh, but it also shows how important it is to the community, you know, where you see some high major teams right now getting 3000 fans to a game, you know, there's, there's so many things for kids to do nowadays. Um, but, you know, here in Logan, Utah, I mean, when there's a basketball game, that's, that's the thing to do. You guys got the job somewhat on the later side, the dominoes yeah. trickled down as they did. And I think you had yep. something like seven scholarships to fill. Can, can you take me through some of the challenges that, that came with that and trying to piece it together a little later in the game, especially. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a, there was a ton of challenges. Like you said, you know, I mean, NLI is a, a big factor right now or NIL, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, and it, it hindered us in recruiting, you know, to be honest in the spring, you know, we've, we've obviously made some, made some changes and, and, you know, a lot of people have stepped up like when our, in our collective, but, at the time when we had to, it was basically 11, you know, we had two players coming back. Um, there was a really, a, a great player, Ryland Jones, um, you know, who there, he got medically disqualified from our university. He's going somewhere else now, you know, and he's a tremendous kid, um, you know, but so we didn't have him either. So we had two players that were both red shirts, have never really played. And now you got to come in and you basically got 11 scholarships that you got to figure out. Um, you know, I honored the, you know, the four scholarships that the previous staff had signed. Um, I had never seen any of them. Neither, our staff had never seen any of them. But, you know, the more research we did on the kids, they're great kids and, and they deserve that opportunity. Um, and they'll, they'll, they'll flourish in our system, too. Like they're, they're good players. And so uh, but then we had to go get seven more, you know, in the middle of April, like you said, you know, I mean, 75 percent of the kids were probably already committed. You know, and then when you start, you know, you start talking about, you know, NIL stuff like, you know, we lost some players, you know, flat out because of NIL. Uh, but I really like the players that we ended up getting uh, because they stand for the right stuff that we that we're about. Uh, and they're about basketball. They're about, you know, having a great student athlete experience and and they'll they'll represent us very well. The NIL stuff, I think, is is interesting in the sense that, I mean, you, when you have the number of spots you had to fill, you couldn't just say, Hey, we're going to piece together what we have and throw it at one guy. Right. You had multiple yeah. places and multiple avenues. You had to go at it. So uh, I'm curious from your guys' standpoint, when you're attacking a, a re a, a rebuild reload like that, um, how do you, how do you think about those resources? How much do you guys feel like you need to continue to grow in that area to, to not be hindered by it in potentially future years? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the Mountain West is one of the top, you know, six conferences in the country. 
And, you know, there, there's, there's money in this league and we got to catch up, you know, uh, if we want to continue to compete for championships, like it, you have to do that nowadays, no matter what league you're in. And I mean, our, our, we're, we're committed to it. You know, our, our fans, our collective, it, it, we're committed to it. Um, will it take time to get off the ground? Yeah, it could, uh, but we'll get there. And for the time being, you know, we have, we have, we have enough, you know, we have the resources for guys to, to win championships. We have resources for recruits to come here if they want to play at the next level. And, uh, you know, in the schedule, the television, you know, all the things that we can, you know, that go into having a great experience and, and achieving what you want to achieve as a player, we have it here. I'm sure it it helped when you guys were attacking at one point, right, 11 scholarships yeah. that you were able to bring some guys over that followed from Montana State and Darius Brown and Great Osborne and then Jackson Granite committed to you guys at Montana State, follows you guys over to Utah State. Um, and Max, Max Agbombalo, he was committed to us also. A lot of people don't know that, but he was committed to us also at Montana State. So so how beneficial was it for you to have a group of guys that were you already had a previous relationship with that you yeah. were able to, to bring along for the ride? It was huge because if we didn't have that relationship, there was no chance of getting them here. And, uh, you know, so I mean, that was, we were very fortunate in that. Um, now we also, that wasn't intentional, you know, like when I left Montana state, like we told those guys to stay together, you know, cause I really think they would have won the championship again, in my opinion, and with the talent that, you know, there. And so, you know, it just so happened that as time went along, you know, I, we, we couldn't have any communication with great or Darius, you know, obviously once we took this job, we can't recruit their players until they're in the portal. And, you know, once they went into the portal, you know, now it's my job to recruit them. I didn't want anybody else to coach my guys, you know, and there were some big schools that came after those guys that we, we had to re-recruit them to get them here. Um, and so, you know, luckily we got them and, uh, you know, we're very happy with them. They're going to be great. And uh, as well as Jackson and Max, uh, you know, who we had prior relationships to. Your roster last year at Montana State had, had a player from Wyoming, a player from Alaska, three players from Great Britain. I know you're very tied in, in Southern California from your time coaching in that region. Some of Utah State's best players over the years have been from the state of Utah. Like, What, what do you view as the most important places for you to win in recruiting to, to win at this job? Yeah, I mean, I, you have to recruit Utah. You have to get the best players from Utah. You know, there's there's some extremely talented players that you can win the Mountain West with the best players from Utah, you know, and it's been proven not only just here, but like, you know, Utah, BYU, Utah Valley, like everybody's had really good players from Utah. So we have to do a great job recruiting the state. Uh, I think also internationally, you know, we had some great success. Some of our better players were from, you know, from the international, uh, from Europe uh, at Montana state. We need to continue that here. You know, and I think that's been, you know, at Utah State, you know, you look at Shulga, you look at Bearstow, you know, Daniel Atkin, like RJ, like they've had a bunch of international players that have been very successful here too. And uh, so we got to, we got to continue that trend that we had at Montana State. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, 
I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Um, the Mountain West, you, know, you said it's the sixth best league in America. They forbids each of the past two years. The NCAA it might have even been the fifth best last year or the last two years. Like it's been absolutely. A, yeah. Awesome league. Um, and, and I think the thing that's always struck me is that it's not the same three programs or four programs every year, right? Like Colorado state and Wyoming go, go to the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. the previous year. Now they're you know at the bottom. Now they look like they could be back up again, right? The league has incredible parody and up and down teams come and go like, how attractive is that league in 
when you're looking at jobs and, and then how how great a selling point is it to recruits to come play in a league that has great fan support great facilities great you know investment and, and NCAA tournament success now with San Diego State yeah I mean it's huge you know I mean the the perception of the league you know I mean people have known about it for a long time and it's been great you know and you look at you know all the NBA players that played in this league I mean you know, Kawhi Leonard, you got, you can just go down the list, you know, Sam Merrill, you know, from here, you know, uh, Nemus Kata, you know, there's so many great players that have played in this league. Uh, you know, this side of the Mississippi, it may be the best league in the, on this side of the, in this side of the country. And so, you know, especially you look the last couple of years, um, you know, the environments, I think that's what makes the Mountain West special. You know, you start looking at, you know, playing in the spectrum. You look at the pit, Thomas and Mac, Viejas, Boise, like, you know, you can go down, everybody has a great home court advantage. And, uh, you know, and that's what, you know, you have to bring it with great energy every night. You go to play on the road and, and they have to do the same when they come to the spectrum. And so I think that's what, that's what really makes the Mountain West special. How much different were these first two months or so on the job versus your first couple of months at Montana State? Uh, I think, I think it was almost polar opposites, um, you know, because it's such a different landscape in college basketball right now, you know, recruiting is so much different right now than it was even a year ago. And two years ago, seems like ages ago, you know, when you talk about how kids are being recruited and I mean, just with the money, you know, with, with NIL, like it's, it's a completely different, this is a completely different job than when Ryan Odom got the job two years ago. It's night and day from when Craig Smith got the job, you know, um, you know, like I said, you're taking over a program that had two players that have never played really a division one minute, you know, where in the past, you know, when you took a job over, like I did at Montana state, I had a tremendous point guard, Harold Frey, you know, that, that uh, Brian fish had left like tremendous player. You know, so like that, it makes the transition easier. Um, you know, and like Coach Odom and Craig Smith, like you get left with Sam Merrill. You know, you get left with Justin Bean. You get left with Stephen Ashford. Like those are pros. Those are guys that make a lot of money. And, uh, you know, but now Coach Odom had the same situation that I'm in when he went to VCU. You know, he has to completely start over again too. So it, every coach has to go through it nowadays. Um, and you have to, if you can get your former players, you have to get them if they go into the portal. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was night and day from, you know, four years ago when I took over at Montana state. Do you think that in, you know, it's such a different landscape. You said two years ago, four years ago, do you think that in two years or four years, it will be a completely different landscape again? Or do you think where we are is, is approaching kind of a new normal in recruiting? That That's a great question. I, I don't know. I think it'll be pretty, I think it'll be pretty similar that, to what it is now because, you know, I don't know how much more it could change unless they put some legislation on NIL. Um, you know, but other than that, I, I can see it just staying like this, you know, and I can see even, you know, in some situations kind of the, the haves and have nots, you know, even creating a bigger divide or more separation um, because that's, let's be honest, like that's what, 
that's what kids are looking for nowadays. You know, I mean, they'll, they'll sometimes pass up, you know, sometimes maybe the best situation if they're getting paid a lot more money on at some other school or whatnot. Um, so everybody's just got to adjust. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of great players around the world, you know, like you can still get some really good players. You know, you just, you got to go find them and, and, uh, and develop them. And I, I have to imagine that the success of, right. And you look around the final four and you have San Diego state and NFAU and, you yeah. know, Princeton in the Sweet 16 and St. Peter's the year before, right? Like amidst all this change, at the end of the day, when you build great teams and you have great kids that fit your program, you have a chance to have a lot of success. Like when things are changing like that, do you look to store success stories like that? Even the success story at, at Utah State this past year of being you know a top 30 yeah. team in the country, how much does that give you confidence that no matter how things shift, a program like Utah State can be really successful? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, you, at the end of the day, you still have to, they're still college age kids. You know, you, you have to treat them the right way. You got to coach them up. You got to develop them, not only on the basketball court, but, you know, develop them for life after college. And, you know, I think if you, as long as you're doing things the right way, you know, good stuff's going to happen. You know, you're going to get talented players. Now coach them up, treat them right, develop them. And, you know, and that's, that's when you start winning and that's when you're, that's when the culture really starts building and then kids aren't enticed to go to another school, you know, like they want to stay at Utah state, you know, just like kids, they wanted to stay at, at Montana state and uh, you know, just kind of by the way you treat them. Well, coach, we, we appreciate your time. Um, glad that things are on the right foot and uh, good yeah. luck this season at Utah state. You bet. Appreciate you having me. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee-in-the-morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. Thanks.